the ID Talk podcast. My name is Peter Counter, and I am the editor in chief of Fine Biometrics, which is reporting live from the Future Travel Experience Global Conference in Las Vegas. Eric Weiss, our multimedia editor, is on the show floor speaking to the biometrics and identity leaders. And in this special episode of ID Talk, recorded at FTE, he interviews Joey Pritikin, chief product officer for Paravision. Pritikin starts with an overview of Paravision's computer vision technologies that are primed to serve the aviation industry before introducing the contactless corridor, a powerful, informed consent-driven passenger experience. Their conversation digs into the public perception around biometrics, the ways COVID-19 has changed travel, and what we can expect in the year to come. They get into a lot of crucial identity topics in this conversation, so let's get right to it. Without further ado, here is Fine Biometrics' Eric Weiss in conversation with Paravision's Joey Pritikin, directly from FTE in Las Vegas. Uh, hello again, and uh, once uh, again, I'm here at uh, FTE Global in Las Vegas, and I'm with Joey Pritikin, who is the Chief Product Officer for Paravision. So uh, thank you for joining us. Hey, great to be here, Eric. Uh, so first of all, what is it that you're showing off here at the event, and what, what, what are you uh, sharing uh, for the air travel industry? Yeah, so Paravision's a technology provider, a computer vision company, and um, we've specialized in particular in face recognition, and we offer complete solutions that um, go from cloud to edge that power our partners' um, services and offerings. So um, we're really focused in the computer vision side of it so that um, our partners can deliver world-class travel experiences or access control or ID verification and so forth. And so a lot of it is um, face search engines, SDKs, that kind of thing, whether they're cloud-based or uh, for edge devices, mobile, that sort of thing. And, uh, in this environment, face recognition has become ubiquitous. You go around the show and everybody's showing face recognition integrated. And you know, our goal is to provide the right kind of tools that help our partners to deploy outstanding face recognition in a travel environment. Um, and so in addition to that, we're also um, kind of taking a little bit of a look ahead um, into what's possible now in terms of really the next generation of travel. So we're starting to see um, uh, digital ID and, and mobile biometrics really become a key part of travel. but. We're also looking at um, you know, what, what we call a contactless corridor and a really next generation travel experience and how our computer vision technology could be integrated to deliver that kind of um, solution for our partners. Uh, so you mentioned the contactless corridor. What exactly is a contactless corridor and how does that differ from the screening technologies that we have in place in airports today? Yeah, so the, the idea behind a contactless corridor is something where you pre-register an opt-in, again, it could be a mobile device, it could be another way, um, and uh, enter a consent, informed consent-driven uh, environment where you simply walk through in a completely touchless, frictionless way and are um, authenticated by uh, 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 machine vision systems um, in that environment. And so like a way to compare it to a typical travel experience is today you'd go to uh, a kiosk or you'd go to an e-gate, um, those kind of things and you'd engage actively with a user interface and a camera and a document scanner. And the idea here is actually now um, AI and deep learning have transformed computer vision um, to the extent that it's actually possible to have this completely free-flowing environment where people just walk through and deliver um, really high-performance biometric authentication. 
one thing I'd mention is that's different, as, as I talked about, from standard travel experience. It's also sort of fundamentally different from this notion of a corridor that people have discussed in the past. Uh, and so, you know, whether it was IATA's Checkpoint of the Future in 2011 or um, other um, use cases that have been explored, in the past it's been more of like a, um, uh, a pure vision and the art of the possible, but, but in fact it wasn't grounded in technology reality at the time. And what we've done is actually built the technology, the AI and computer vision capabilities today that enable that. And then we're coupling that computer vision technology with the right opt-in and privacy respecting process, and then the right human-centric design, um, and, and pull those together to basically show a, a blueprint for how such a corridor could be deployed. So, so you mentioned privacy there, and obviously, and consent and opting in. Um, one of the interesting things about like the modern security experience is that you know you're being screened at these certain touch points. Uh, are there any concerns about how the public is going to respond to these? Like, like are, they, are you worried at all about people feeling that they're that the technology is invasive anyway, and if that's the case, how do you get people more comfortable with it? How do you make them feel safe using this technology? Yeah, so I think the first thing that's super critical is full transparency. So it's really important for the traveling public or any use case to understand that the technology is being used, what it does, what happens with that data, how they can um, opt out, what the options are for opting out, um, and, and, and overall what the policy is around that. So once you create that inf in informed consent position, um, you start creating comfort with, with the traveling public or, or whatever the use case might be. Um, I, I think um, the, the counterpart to that is showing the real benefit. So what, like, why would I want, now that I feel comfortable with the data, why would I want to use this service, right? What's it going to do for me? And uh, am I going to go through an airport faster? Am I going to have less, less wait times? Am I going to get access to a certain service? And so I think it's coupling um, the, the clear articulation of data, um, the use of that data, and, and how um, you're interacting with it with that ROI to create the, the engagement. And, and you think it is a situation where once people start to experience how quickly they can move through the airport that you're going to get people catching on more quickly? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've seen this time and time again through different um, studies that have been done in, in operational deployments. If you help people understand the solution, if you provide an opt-in, and a clear opt-out and, and, and a reasonable uh, approach for the opt-out um, and, and a really good reason to engage. Travelers and other uh, individuals are, are generally keen uh, to, to use these systems. That doesn't mean it'll be the right fit for everybody, but that's that's why an opt-out is important. That's why sort of a secondary option is, is important as well. Uh, so, so we're at the, we're two years roughly um, into COVID-19. What have, been, from your perspective, been like the biggest trends of the past couple of years for the travel industry? Yeah, I mean, I think um, certainly the, the term touchless was added to frictionless, right? So, um, you know, touch-based technologies um, have always been a challenge just from a usability perspective. Um, dirty surfaces are dirty surfaces, and, and that's not ideal. And now there's the um, reasonable sort of safety concerns that go along with it, right? And so the, the more you can support a touchless environment, the better. Um, I also think that people are getting back to traveling. Um, it's stressful. And as somebody who used to travel, you know, or pre-COVID would travel, you know, a couple hundred thousand miles a year, when I go back to the airport now, I feel um, like completely incompetent, <laughs> right? And so what do I do? Where do I go again? And what, how does this work? And so I think that kind of being usability focused and saying, like, how do we support a really great travel experience is key because people are re-emerging into this. You want them to say, okay, oh, oh yeah, this is actually something that I want to do. And even though it's overwhelming to be back, the travel industry has my back.
and uh, it is December, even though you know it's Las Vegas and doesn't feel like December. Uh, what, what do you think are going to be the what, what do you think is going to be the biggest trend moving forward into 2022? What should we expect to see coming in the next year? So I think if we look at biometric identity broadly, I think that we're going to see a real sort of IoT approach to biometric identity and the notion of AI proliferating from cloud to edge um, and offering a new range of services. So as an example, we're seeing ID verification become ubiquitous and all of the um, you know great companies that are working on this are, are offering um, really pretty easy to use, very accurate services that establish identity on mobile devices. Now the question is, I've established identity, where can I use those um, for opt-in services, whether it be enterprise access control or payments or air travel. And I think what's, what's cool is that the hardware and software infrastructure and now the service layer is being built to enable that sort of AIoT uh, approach to biometric identity. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. And so concludes our interview with Joey Pritikin, Chief Product Officer for Paravision. To learn more about the topics discussed in this podcast, visit paravision.ai. And to hear more interviews straight from the Future Travel Experience show, stay tuned to findbiometrics.com where you can participate in our 19th annual Year in Review survey. The Find Biometrics Year in Review is bigger than ever this year, culminating in a full-day virtual event with prize giveaways for survey respondents, so check that out in the show notes. I want to thank Joey for participating in this episode, and thank you to Eric Weiss for conducting the interview. Our podcast theme music is by Logamrad. I have been your host, Peter Counter. Thank you for listening to the ID Talk podcast. Mm-hmm.